0: Welcome to the Lin Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lin Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before you get to uh, any uh, particular podcast or you get into the whole details, I'll just make sure you, uh, you rate, review, and subscribe. And look, the way that I see it is YouTube is the best for you. You can see me. You actually can see me in person. It's a five-star every time you see my face. And then you got, you got uh, we, we got plenty of content coming for you. Uh, don't be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe uh, to our stuff. Uh, we have plenty of things coming for you. We have Zach Circle City Cinema, which has been piling up content. Uh, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, the Battleground might be cooking up something. We will see. Uh, and that, we'll have Zach and Bryce on it as well if that uh, happens. And and from there, we will, uh, like I said, uh, let you enjoy this particular podcast on Insanity. And and that will lead us right into what I think we need to start off with. I'm, I'm going to switch it up. We've been really leading with Suns Clippers, which is respectable. I mean, look, it's been a great series. But... You know, let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some hawks and bucks, uh, Bryce Shaddy, I want I want your initial thoughts on the series. I want your initial thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks going up two to one, and uh, I want your initial thoughts on the fact that at one point you didn't think this team could contend, and uh, apparently they're up two one in a series. So I'm just curious. You know what, what? How much have they proven you wrong? I guess that's the real question. Zach, you might want to chip in on that too. By the way,
1: well, a lot. They've proven them wrong every step of the way.
2: I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying it guys Come on now, but I mean, let's be honest. You guys know that, that if the nets were healthy, this would be a total, this would be nets and the Hawks
0: in this series. Tell me I'm wrong. You're just so what if you're not That's wrong. Your face not the wrong. reality, face the reality. The bucks are up two to one. Face the reality. Yes, that yes, they they've been playing very well. They they've responded extremely well. All right, so talk about it then. Quit talking about the Nets. Like your little child. Like oh. your little baby child. Okay. Okay. What'd you what, name I, him? You're gonna name your kid Ke- you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna name your kid Kevin Durant Shatty? What you're gonna you? might, You're gonna name I might. your kid? to you. Yeah, because that's basically, yeah, you basically yeah, you get subbed by Durant, so I'll call you kid Kevin Durant Shaddy. <laughs> <What>? Oh here <laughs> Does we go. Does it make
1: any sense?
0: Really so I'm calling your kid Kevin Durant Shaddy. If he continues to bring up the Brooklyn Nets, I'm going to continue to do it. Okay.
2: Okay. Look, the Bucks have been playing extremely well uh, after that, that opening loss. Uh, and kind of an embarrassing loss, really. At home, first game, they get slapped in the mouth by Trey Young. Um, I mean, the Bucs have come back with a vengeance. You know, Giannis, Giannis came back in game two, uh, did MVP things. And then we get to game three, and we see Chris Middleton close out the game. How many points did he have in the fourth quarter? I don't remember. 20. It, 20. 20 points. And they, they won by a significant amount uh, to the point where you weren't sitting on the edge of the seat waiting for Giannis to, to be hacked uh, the rest of the game, and it come down to that. And the Bucks were with, able, were with were able to withstand a great Trey Young game once again. Uh, he was hot uh, in that game. <sighs> the thing I keep scratching my head on, guys, is the thing that we keep coming back to Atlanta's off-season signings.
0: Oh, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention this. Let's have this on the record. I didn't mention this. Somebody other this than this is Caleb on you, Bryce. This up. No, this is on
1: you. All right, go ahead. What stunning do you development.
2: Got? Uh, oh, Galinari. Where yet, if I hear anything, anything more in the chat about these signings, I will lose my freaking mind.
0: (laughs) I was was 18 points on four rebounds. Good for you, though. I was good for me. It was not. was that not good for you. Gallinari had a good game. No,
2: no, because these were their premier signings. No, it's not good enough for me. Bogdanovich has Bogdanovich even cracked double digits.
0: Don't think uh, so. Well, I mean, he's he's hurt a little bit. I mean, you're not going to. Shut up, Caleb. Shut up. I make excuses. Oh, for- <laughs> no, no. No, I'm just no, going to. Just up, shut up. No. He is not correct double digits. It's ridiculous scoring. that
2: you're making excuses for this abomination that no, was. i not. I'm just giving out. you context of the situation. And let me just say if Atlanta refuses to sign John Collins, they're fools.
1: <laughs> he has been outstanding. John Collins in perhaps his last game in Atlanta. He's Tomorrow just night. been flat out outstanding. that a lot. <laughs> Capella's
2: been good. John Collins has been good. Trey Young has been great.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm a little I'm a little surprised that you brought it up the way you did. Uh, now, Zach, what about you here? I mean, Chris Middleton, uh, you know, I mean, 38 points in his last game with 11 rebounds and seven assists, and Giannis is putting up dominant numbers. But here's the thing i want to I want you to to ask uh, yourself, Zach. Here's the thing I want. To, I want you really want your perspective on. I mean, Drew Holiday kind of went ice cold in Game Three. But he played very good in Game Two, and he played really good in Game One. So my question to you is: I mean, we're probably seeing a bounce back. Uh, how 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 are we looking at the Drew Holiday situation right now in the series?
1: No concern on my end. I mean, he was very good on defense in all three games. Chris Middleton. Uh, made it so that Drew Holiday didn't have to do too much offensively. And Giannis for that matter. Chris Middleton, perhaps the game of his life. Right. In uh in game 3, 38 points in 42 minutes. 20 sure. of which came Incredible. in the final period. Incredible. Sure. I saw a stat that he outscored the Hawks in the fourth quarter by himself. It was like 20 to 17 in favor of Chris Middleton. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bryce, uh to answer your your question Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh game one he had four points, game two he had eight points. Game three, he had eight points on three for sixteen from the field, but that's neither here nor there. Danilo Gallinari was honestly probably the best player after Trae Young got hurt. I mean he stat wise at least, he probably was. Sure. Um But look we've talked about the contract and what a what a joke that is, so I don't really need to go over that. But the story, besides Chris Middleton and Giannis, who has, by the way, just been absolutely dominant. Sure. And they're complementing each other very well. Sure. In ways that we simply haven't seen to this point since they've been playing together. Bobby Portis. Yeah. Finally getting some run. Plus 17 in this game. He had, he had 15 points in 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they just forget about him? I I I don't know. Uh, Bryce and I were talking about this. Bobby Fortis possible Pacers uh, target in the in the offseason, but we shall it. see. We shall see. Um Brooke Lopez on the <laughs> other hand, minus seventeen. Uh, yeah, minus seventeen. Trey Young injury may have just fucked the Hawks. Because You know, going into the fourth quarter, this was a close game. I mean, Chris Middleton had to score 20 points in the the final quarter, and they won by 11, I think. Uh, But I am officially burying the Hawks. I'm burying the Hawks right now. And it's nothing they've done. It's nothing they've done. It's just a matter of, you know, it came out today, Trey Young has a bone bruise in his foot. And you could just tell when he came back from the locker room, he was... Not himself. I think we would all three agree on that. I agree. I agree. So, if he's out, not out, but if he's not at least like 90%. Sure. Because even with the shoulder thing, he hasn't been 100% for like a round and a half. Who's the go-to on offense? Is it Collins? Is it Herder? It can't be Bogdan because he's been awful. And he's hurt too. So, they're in a real conundrum there. You're going to be seeing serious Lou Williams minutes, unless this injury I'll agree with that. <laughs> magically I'll goes agree away. With that. Yeah. Lou Williams, by the way, has had a solid playoffs. He Probably the play best playoffs well. of his career, if we're being honest. Uh, but listen, listen, give me give me the Bucks in five. And I hate to do it. I hate to do it because the Hawks have been shutting everyone up. You know, for the whole playoffs, but I just think the Trey Young thing, the foot—it could be the dagger. So I'm going Bucks in five. I think they yeah. closed it out in Milwaukee in Game Five. And you know, Zach, I'm really
2: not going to push back on that because I can see. I mean, you kind of see the the turning of the corner, right? And you know, I think this is big for Giannis, especially uh, to have that killer instinct and put and and put the foot on the throat and finish this thing off. Middleton got the ball rolling with that in game three.
0: But they can't do that against contenders, right, Price? Right, Price? That's been (laughs) your problem, right? Don't do that. Don't do that.
2: (laughs) Don't do that.
0: All right, he's, he's making like a point, Caleb. He's making a point. I don't understand. I'm just making a point. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying he he doubted this Bucks team. All of a
2: sudden, sure. he's in love with them right sure. now. No, no, I didn't say. No, no, no. I'm not in love with the he's Bucks. He's just saying they'll, saying they'll beat the Hawks. Win. I picked the Bucks to win this series.
0: <laughs> and if I
2: recall, Caleb, you picked the the Hawks yeah, I'll to be win different. this series. Yes,
0: I'll so be So shut up, Caleb. Just shut I'll up. By different. the
1: way, let I'll me let me address that. I'll be different. Go ahead. Hypocrisy. Yes, hypocrisy. Because okay. listen, Bogdanovich has been bad this series, but for the most part of this season he's made you shove it. He's he's made you shove it. Hasn't
0: he? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No. Oh. Um, okay. No. no not. Okay. He, okay. What? Fine. Whatever. No. I mean, I mean. Here's what I. You know. Here, here's, I'll give, here's you, what Gallinari. I'll I'll give no, you Gallinari. I'll Here's what. I'll, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. In this regular season, has he been a better player than I said he was? Yes. But what's so he done in the postseason? It. No. Sure, I'll shove it. Sure. <laughs> sure. But I'm not shoving it in the postseason. I know that. Yeah, well, you've had to eat it on. No, no, guys. no, 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 no. I am not shoving it in the postseason. I'm not. Look, first I'll two two. I'll, sho- I'll shove it as a. I'll shove it in the sense of I'll say he was better than I expected. I'll say that. I'll say that. I agree with you that he's not worth the money,
1: and certainly Gallinari is not worth the money. But, and if I if I had to, you know, if it was up to me, if I was Travis out I, I would be like. All right, I want one of these guys, not both. That was a mistake in my mind.
2: Well, and, and let's think about this, guys. If Bogdan Bogdanovich, if that trade actually went through with the Bucks, how much different does this Bucks team look? Nobody's talking about that either, Bryce. No, no, I think it's a wrinkle that you got to think about.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody's talking about how Bogdanovich. <laughs> It's on the other side of the Bucks and he almost played for them. Right. Barring, you know, whatever the fuck happened at
0: the eleventh hour of that trade. Let me let me say this right now. Let me say this right now, okay? When it comes to the Hawks, okay, the way that I see it from the Hawks perspective, John Collins is their guy, man. Like you see the way this team rallies around him. Let's not act like this can just be so replaceable and so easy to move off of you guys, John Collins needs to get the back. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely. been clear and evident in this postseason. And, you know, here's the one thing I will say that I think is really killing this team. And while some people on this network, particularly at least one of the gentlemen that is in this podcast with me right now has been low on this guy. I mean, it would be nice to have a healthy cam reddish. Cam Rennish healthy would make a difference in this series. I still don't know what you've seen from Cam Reddish. No, because I, Cam, I'm, I'm not No, because you would rather play Cam Reddish over Solomon Hill if Cam Reddish is healthy. Okay, why are you completely discounting DeAndre Hunter though? I'm not. I'm you not You are though. No, I'm not. You'd you you didn't even mention Let me explain DeAndre myself. Hunter. No, let me explain myself. Sure. please please do. Because the thing is Cam Rennish is Cam Reddish came in, he's healthy. DeAndre Hunter is not healthy. They're trying to. They they tried to get Cam Reddish on the active roster, but he's clearly not the same. So they can't play him. It's two different situations, Bryce. DeAndre Hunter cannot play. He has no chance of playing. He's hurt. He is done. Cam Reddish is on the bench. But the problem is, he's, you're just not getting the same Cam Reddish because of the injury. There is a difference. There's a huge difference. How good is a healthy Cam Reddish anyway? Good enough to be playing in this series and give you good defensive minutes, and he's a uh, good enough cutter uh, and slasher.
2: That, no, no, I'm not buying that. No, I come on, you guys, you're being. I'm, no, I'm not he gives you that. some minutes. Why? 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 I haven't seen enough. I don't know what you've seen where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, who are you going to throw got him out mega, on? Who,
0: who he's are got you going to go put reddish on? Who well, can I put reddish on? Yeah. Well, not let's Middleton. see. Look at the look at the minutes on Milwaukee right now from the last couple games. Just look at him. okay? The way that I see it is I'm comfortable with a guy like Cam Reddish on a Pat Connaughton type, okay? I'm comfortable with the Reddish getting th- thrown at – you have to throw some people out there. If I got to throw Middleton out there, I got to throw Middleton out there, and I to throw Reddish. Solomon Hill I'll throw Reddish on, on him. Pat Connaughton. Pa- Solomon Hill – Solomon Hill is not a guy that you would ideally want to play if you're the Hawks because you have the Henry and Cam Reddish. What's the problem with this? Now you two are former Pacer. You, you're, you're, you're Pacer fans. You're supporting your former Pacer. That's what it's coming down to. No. no look, stop I knew, it, I knew, stop yeah, it. Yes, it is. Yes, I'd it is. No, it's not. I'd hardly call him a Pacer. What would you call him? He's been there for years. What'd you, what, what would you call him? A guy that sucked money
2: out of our organization.
0: Wow, I would agree. Wow. So you're telling me a guy who's been in your organization for three years is not a Pacer? never was a pacer.
1: No, he was a pacer. We're just saying.
0: Listen. Played 29 minutes a game in 2014-2015. Okay, yes. that was uh, Solomon stop. Hill. Don't don't, don't do talk that about either. that season. We don't talk about that season. I'm just making it I'm just I'm just saying it's not like he just didn't play. He played. A lot of guys play, Caleb. I understand. But you're talking about him like he's just this ridiculous player and he, he do They be need mentioned.
1: Solomon Hill.
0: No. No, they don't. I agree. I agree. But here's the other thing that I think we have to keep an eye on, especially in this series, is like Kevin Herter, I think he has to step up if this team wants to win this series. Like he's the guy. He is the player. He is the guy that has to say, look, McDonough is hurt. Um, I have to be able to get my shot off in a more efficient way. And a part of that is obviously – Teams are going to play harder on him just because, number one, he's had issues with dribbling the ball. And number two, I mean, really, if you look at his three-point shot, it's it's shockingly not been – like, it's good, but there's some games where it's just like – it's, it's it's you know, I'm looking at it right now, like, in the second round, one of five, two of five, 0 oh for four, two of six. Um, he was one of six in game one two of five in game two in this series. And then he was 43% um, in game three. I mean, that's what I kind of need. I need Kevin Herter to probably shoot more. I need him to shoot better. 37% is what he shot in game three, 30% 30 in game two. You know, Kevin Herter got a lot of praise for what he did in game six and game seven, particularly in the closeouts when it mattered. And look, he was able to do that. And he did a great job of it. But the way that I see it is, you have to step up when it matters. This is a guy that I really like, Zach Hates, and the fact is that I just I see I see this working out. I, I see see Kevin Herter having a big game tomorrow. What's up if Kevin Herter has a big game? And uh, you know, well, maybe it moves him up to a piece. I'm not denying my Hawks of potentially getting this. I'll call them my Hawks. Sure, why not? Stop it. I'm the only one on no, the network rooting no. for them in this series. You're, I'm the only uh, one. i boldly wanted the network wanting them in this series. Which is so a I'll joke. Call them the Hawks. I'll just call the Hawks. Even though I've been told I hate on the Hawks, I picked You do Hawks. hate on the Hawks. No, I know because I picked shitting them. On you had, them had to come I around them. on Trey Young I this picked season. I picked you them. had to eat it on Trey Young this I season. I picked them. Where were you at? I picked them. No, no. Oh. And yes, you're gonna And you're going to miss on that pick. No, I, <laughs> all right, but I'm not missing on the Hawks because I know what I'm watching. I know what I'm watching. That's you're about watching. to miss on the Hawks. I know what I'm watching. I like the Hawks. I like that team. If they're ah. out, okay, fine, but it's house money. How do you go this from making a squat on a franchise? This, th- no, this team is All house season. money. This team is house this team is playing with house money right now. So that now, means Zach. you're allowed to shit on them and then do a 180? No, 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 no. I said I said This is that about this as team bad as was me not going James to be Harden. No, it's not. This team was oh, yeah. this team was not as Backing they weren't down. that great in the beginning of the season. They just weren't. No, they weren't. And the coach fired because of it.
2: Ladies and all Jim, of a sudden, this is a typical Caleb Lynn move right here. Backing no, down. It's,
0: no, it's not. Backing and Nate McMillan up. comes out, puts in a terrific, Beep. terrific coaching performance. He does a fantastic Beep. job with it. He should be getting the coaching job next year. And I'm telling you, I like what the Hawks are doing. I like what the Hawks are doing. I have it. Here's the thing. Well, their are doubts. Sucks. No, no, here no. 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 No, he absolutely doesn't suck. He's a, actually a really good GM. I just oh, hate the two contracts. G- <laughs> the way that I see it, the way that this I see is it joke. is this no, is it's a not. Joke. No, it doesn't make any sense, Caleb. The two the contracts. The no, two, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you going to say? What are you gonna say? You've been slamming
1: those contracts all year. I have, and I'm. And the Rondo to do one it. before.
0: Uh, I have, and I'll continue to do it. And then you guys. That doesn't mean that, that I Schlenk think is awesome. That doesn't mean that I think he's a bad general manager because he's had two bad moves in his sticking year. <laughs> two in then a row. Two, or three. two in a row. Fine. His best he move was firing bad, Lloyd Pierce. He didn't make a bad move on Trey Young. He didn't make a bad move on Clint Capella. He didn't make a bad move on DeAndre Hunter. I'm not giving him Clint Capella. Why not? I'm not giving him Clint Capella. Why not?
1: Because Rockets were doing yeah. a fire sale. They wanted Covington.
0: What did he do? Mr. Covington, Covington fell into their lap. Look, the way, that is, the way that I see it is I think he's made some nice moves and he's put this team in position to be a real contender for the next couple of years. Hey, they can have, I have Brogdon. to give credit to that.
1: They yes, they can. They can absolutely have him.
0: I'm have intrigued. Lamb What's too. the package? What's the package? What do you want, want back? Co- you want bogey? No. I'll take
1: bogey over Brogdon. Wow. Yeah.
0: For real? Like yeah, as listen. an overall player? overall but yeah, just as a no. fit.
1: just as a fit yeah oh okay. okay okay yeah
2: yeah don't don't try to corner us Caleb that's ridiculous no not I, I think LeVert's more clarifying than Clarifying for of the audience
0: moments. clown stuff yeah. no I'm not look all I'm saying is I think this Hawks team has got something that I like I think they could come into game four and tie this series up to a piece. It's and I'm sorry that I'm the only one in on the network that has any belief, oh, here we go. which is go a Hubs. joke.
2: Cry me a river, Caleb. No, it's <laughs> not. I picked
0: this, pick this team. I picked this team. Hey, I will eat it alive.
2: Zach, isn't it very it convenient? He he's uh, he's on vacation next week. That's very, very convenient. Very.
0: Whatever. Look, the way that I see it, it should be a it should be a fun series to follow. Here's the other thing I feel like we need to touch on. Uh, with this series is, I mean, I think, Zach, you mentioned it a little bit, and I kind of want to go a little deeper into it, is Bobby Portis. What exactly, like Milwaukee didn't play him, but Milwaukee didn't play him because of what? What, what was don't. the logic? What's the point? I mean, you're really going to tell me if the Nassus Antetokounmpo has been getting more of a, you know, hey, getting a call off the bench than Bobby Portis? Like, come on. Bobby Portis is way better than Thanasis Antetokounmpo. Thanasis Antetokounmpo is playing because his brother's the best player on the team. And I don't think I'm wrong for that. No, I don't no, think you're, right. you're not. So you're I, not think thing, I think the thing, I think the thing is, this is, this is something that Mike Budenholzer finally figured out. But since he's winning, you can't really critique it. But I'm telling you, I think Bobby Portis, uh, no shock to me that he's playing this well. And he's so going to want out if you don't trust him when it matters. He's so going to want out because right now, right now they're just, they just played him to play him and he played like he always has pacers, baby. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, next up for me, I'm I'm, I'm going to flip it up a little bit. I, I was going to talk Clippers sons, but I feel like we need to talk to coaching carousel. Uh, rumor has it that there's something potentially uh, that came in the mail. Zach, was there something that came in the mail? Or was there something that something? Uh, what was it? What was going on there? Jake? Nothing came in the mail.
1: I just nothing came in the mail. No, nah, I just had a, you know, whenever you're ready, I can get uh, get into it.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, there is something that you have wanted to talk about, particularly with this coaching movement, and I'm just curious. Like, what? Who could that be? Well, <laughs> uh, give me a sec.
1: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Kidd. The Dallas Mavericks looked themselves in the mirror and said, who's the worst coach we can find? And they found him. They didn't have to look very far because he used to play for him. Jason Kidd, literally the absolute worst candidate that they could have hired, the absolute worst. One hundred eighty-three and one hundred ninety. You know what that is? You know what that is, folks? That's his uh, record as uh, head yes. coach. I say that sounds
2: like a losing record. Not good coaching. It,
1: it, it's a losing record as a head coach. His best season was twenty fourteen with the Nets. His only season with the Nets. Forty-four and thirty-eight after they started nine and nineteen. Yikes. A team full of vets, who I'm guessing did most of the work. This was the team with Kevin Garnett, with Paul Pierce, with Jason Terry, Joe Johnson, Sean Livingston. I'm guessing they could work around the bad coach, Jason Kidd. His most notable coaching moment, folks, was having a dude run into him for a free timeout. (laughs) <laughs> That's so my favorite. That's still my favorite. It's awesome. It's, it's great. And they lost that game, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Most notable you coaching sure moment was spilling a Coke on the court to get a timeout.
0: Unbelievable. You hate to see it, folks.
1: His only playoff series win was against Toronto in 2014. If you'll remember, that was when Alex's Paul Raptors. Pierce blocked Kyle Lowry at the buzzer of Game 7, if you'll remember that.
0: Yep. I do.
1: And then they got absolutely fucked in round two against Miami. Sure. If you remember, forced his way out of Brooklyn after adorably demanding more front office power. Adorable, folks. Adorable. Get him a rattle. The Nets happily traded him. (laughs) Happily. To the Bucks, who immediately became... Finals contenders, the season after he was fired, what did they do? The season after Jason Kidd got fired. I'll tell you what they did. They won 60 games, and they game within two wins of the NBA Finals. And Giannis Antetokounmpo won the first of back-to-back MVP awards. That's what he did. He's in a horse race with Luke Walton for the title of worst NBA coach. And I'll say this. He is the worst NBA coach. And you know what I think of Luke Walton? Wow. Jason Kidd is the worst. And it's... I mean, him and Walton are far and away the worst, too. I'm giving it to Kidd. I'm giving it to Kidd. Wow. My poor grandfather. (laughs) A lot for you. Lifelong Dallas Mavericks fan. Has already talked himself into this. Oh, no. His quote was... It'll be good for Doncic, and he'll attract free agents. Well, let me tell you. I'm sorry to do this, but Jason Kidd will not be the one attracting free agents. It'll be Luka Doncic. And whatever blank check Mark Cuban writes him, that's going to be what's attracting him. And I'll eat it on Mark Cuban, because I have always said he was a great owner. But... Oh, yeah, you do need to eat this here is if you folks remember the quote from Mark Cuban when asked if Carlisle would return as head coach.
0: Yeah, This is really bad.
1: He said, this is how I look at coaching. I only move on if the grass is green on the other side or something like that. Well, folks, Rick Carlisle, a championship winning coach, yep. has been to multiple conference finals. Sure. Has won the Coach of the Year award before. Jason Kidd is greener on the other side than Rick Carlisle? What? Carlisle the Kid, perhaps the biggest coaching drop-off of the past decade. I can't think of one worse. Or you have a consensus top five, top seven coach, and you drop off to a a, a hack. He's awful. He's awful. This is awful. The Mavs, you can put me down for this. The Mavs will miss the playoffs. They might make the Mm play-in. I think they'll make the play-in just because Donch is just so good. They will not make the top six seeds they will not holy cow they won't jeez are you they locking won't. that in i'm locking it in oh wow if this Gosh. comes back if this comes back to haunt me so be it but i think that's how bad jason kidd is is he's going to lose them games that rick carlisle would have won them wow but it's in
0: it's it's indicting on how you feel about cuban though zach
1: it, it is it's indicting, indicting on it's how absolutely you feel indicting because, this because is a family defending him i was and i'm ashamed Because this is a family hire. This is a Mavericks family hire. When
0: When there's other guys in your family that were better for the job.
1: Yes. Mosley
0: and Armstrong were better for the job.
1: They were better for the job. Um, Yes, they were. We have multiple seasons of proof that Jason Kidd doesn't know what he's doing. Has no idea. No. And, look, I'm sorry, but one of the reasons the Clippers series went to seven games was because Rick Carlisle was the coach. You think Jason yeah. Kidd goes to seven? Yeah. And, and, and we need to stop the
2: narratives of Ty Lou out coach Rick Carlisle. We need to stop that. You won sure. because you had Kawhi Leonard. Yes. You, you won because you had Kawhi Leonard. And stop Paul
0: that. George, and Paul George. Sure. You were ignoring but, Paul George sure. like usual. Listen. Sure.
1: You're going to, I mean, I'm guessing they're going to bring back basically the same roster, the Mavericks, besides, you know, maybe Hardaway and, you know, whoever else is a free agent. But the core is still going to be there.
0: But that's still a, I mean, just bringing that team back, is that enough? I just said they're not going to be a top six seed. Oh, gosh. Kid, that's how
1: bad I think Kid is. That's how low I think of Kid. He's awful. He is absolutely awful. Awful. Miss me on the miss me on the Mavs next year. Miss me on Jason Kidd. I really like Luka Doncic. He's one of my five favorite players right now. But it's just sad. It's but just but sad.
2: Zach, but Zach. Another man's trash is another man's treasure.
1: Absolutely. I should be thanking Mark Cuban actually.
2: Yes. Rick Carlisle has come home. Back to Indiana, where he belongs, <laughs> his rightful throne, where he should have won a title in 2004. Yes. And it was derailed by Pistons fans. Which people did, are
1: conveniently forgetting, Bryce.
2: Uh, very, very. Yes. And the narratives that, that Carlisle was trash when he was with us is misconstrued. And it it tells me that y'all just forget about NBA history. And it's embarrassing. All the casuals that sit here and say that Rick Carlisle did nothing in Indiana, it's embarrassing. Because after that brawl, after Malice at the Palace, that team was dismantled, tore apart. Absolutely. Artest, gone. Steven Jackson, gone. Jamal Tinsley, gone. And, and Zach me and you discussed this Carlisle still didn't do too bad I mean he's playing with with no. guys like I, I can't even name it right now I mean it just
1: Reggie I Miller in his last season of. yeah I mean the fact, it, that, the fact that he even got to round two with that team is unbelievable It's
2: incredible. it's incredible and Rick Carlisle will complete the circle for us. He will restore the franchise to where, to where it shall be. We will get past the first round of the playoffs this coming season. Lock that in, Caleb Lynn. Lock it in. Absolutely lock it in. Into the second round, the Indiana Pacers, baby. Lock it in. Rick Carlisle, welcome,
1: baby. I mean, for we me, we're rejoicing at work. Absolutely. We did. We went out to eat. Yeah, we did for, for for lunch
2: because we were so
1: happy. <laughs> this is one of the happiest days in my Pacers life. There's no doubt about it. And is he? The, he's the best coach to hit the market since who? I, Doc? Doc? I don't know. That's I don't think really Doc's on his level, but too. yeah, it's. I don't know.
2: And, and 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 Rick really stuck it to to the Mavs. Oh, I think Jason Kidd should be the next coach <laughs> of the Dallas Mavericks.
1: One less team he has to worry about. Dallas. There Mavericks.
2: you go. There you go, Mark. Enjoy that.
0: It's just uh, in all seriousness with this Dallas team like let's let's talk about that and then we'll get into Indiana. With with the Dallas situation as Zach mentioned, obviously there's a lot of questions with this entire team, rightfully so. But the other aspect that I have is what has Jason Kidd done for young players? What Absolutely exactly what kind of proof nothing. does he have? Nothing. This, it's there is no proof. There is no proof. Presingus is we can say he didn't have a great playoffs and all of that is totally understandable and you know I've always liked Porzingis but the fact is he hasn't had a good playoffs so if you have any chance of trying to redeem that are you going to use Jason Kidd to redeem it? No. We were talking about Porzingis like a top 30 player when he got to Dallas. We were. No exaggeration Porzingis had the talent to be a superstar and I know you don't like that word Bryce but when, he came into, but when he came into New York, when he came into New York, he had a really great career in New York. Everybody thought that when he got to Dallas and they could pair him with Doncic, he could become a superstar level big. His offense could be great enough. Now, I'm not saying that the level of superstardom is there, but do I think that he could be a better player than what he is? Adams is And Jason Kidd, I do not think will be able to do that, though I hope I'm proven wrong. Luka Doncic. Obviously, a player that obviously needs to get better, and you have a coach that's not been good with young players. Good luck with that, Jalen Brunson, a very promising young guard. You know, Jason Kidd obviously was a great point guard during his time, but as we have said multiple times, Jason Kidd does not make young players better. He does not have a track evidence to ever show that. The way that I see it for the Dallas Mavericks is that players that you care about may not benefit by this hire. So why do you hire him? unless you're going to try to get, here's the only argument that I have, Zach. Here's the only argument I have for Jason Kidd. If you're going to support the hire, is that Dallas wants to accelerate their timeline, sign some veterans, rather than developing their players, which goes against everything that they've done over the last three to four years. That's the only thing that makes sense to me about this hire for them. It's a total, I I just, I don't get it. But, you know, let's talk about the, the guy that, uh, you know, the kid replaced in Carlisle, he went to the Pacers and look, I love this fit. I love this fit. Yeah, Yeah, He's a top five coach in the league. He's a top five coach in the league. It's not close. He's a top five guy. He's probably top three, maybe top four. I mean, he is, he is a very, he is a very good coach. I, I think Rick Carlisle needs to be in that conversation, that top five conversation. You know, you might have some different people on there and that's fine, but, I do think he has got a strong argument to be a top five guy. I feel like that's very, like, that's where I really stand. Top five guy. Absolutely. The way that I see it with Carlisle is that Carlisle is going to unlock Miles Turner offensively, which is the reason that I like this hire. Miles Turner is going to be better offensively because of Carlisle's hiring. Not to mention the fact that Carlisle will get very good production from guys like Karis LeVert, who – I know you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but just just hear me out. In terms of like overall offensive play style and tutelage in the bag, Lavert's better than Hardaway. But Lavert's a bucket getter, and Hardaway's a bucket getter. Hardaway got better under Carlisle. There's no reason that Lavert can't get even better. No. There's no reason right. that Karras Lavert can't be an All Star next season for the Pacers. He will be there's no Cook reason that. he can't be lock it in. Pacers, he will be the Pacers have a very nice roster. Their depth is honestly top three in the East, maybe honestly top five in the league. The way that I see it with the Pacers is that this is a team that just needs to get good coaching. needs to figure out their overall roster construction, which is something that we'll be able to talk about a little more once it gets there. Power. Hour will probably take care of that for us, but I think that's a very exciting hire. Bryce, do you have any additional thoughts? No man, I'm just, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited that we
2: have a coach. I, it, it I'm such a Pacers degenerate because this has roped me right back in. I'm setting myself up for no, heartache. No, it should and, though. No, it should. No, I, I I'm, ve- I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see what we do in the off season. Carlisle is obviously going to have some pull in the front office, which is awesome. So I'm excited to see what roster moves we make. How are we going to get better? I think we have really good guys right now. How are we going to improve them? And how are we going to build around them? I think it's super intriguing now. I mean, there's still the Miles Turner trade rumors and things like that, but I don't know. Carlisle may want to keep it and see what we can do first.
0: I think it's super interesting. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Well, the Pacers have, you know, some moves to obviously keep an eye on McDermott free agent, a guy that might want his money. McConnell might want his money. And I mean, everybody's been looking at a Jeremy Lamb trade for quite a while, and the network's been pounding the table on Brogdon. So I think I think there's a lot to keep an eye on, and and we'll see where that goes, and we'll have all that covered. Now let's move on to the next tire, please. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers selecting Chauncey Billups as their head coach. Zach, you've been loving Chauncey Billups as a coaching candidate. Now, I mean, obviously there were some things that came up, uh, you know, and 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 there's some things that made it. A little bit different for the Blazers. There's no question about that. Um, and Zach, you know, just to give some thoughts on to that, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I, none of us at the network necessarily support his actions. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he did. I mean, he did settle. So we're not exactly exactly sure if he did it, but uh, you know, look, I feel like as a network we need to say that. But the overall hire of Chauncey Billups, Chauncey Billups as a basketball guy. Zach, you really like this hire. What do you think about how he came to Portland and do you think that this is a hire dame approved?
1: Well, I wanted the Pacers to hire him last year, uh, before we hired Bjorkren. I didn't know about the you know the past stuff, but I I, I wanted him because he was unproven. Obviously that didn't work out for us hiring an unproven guy, but I wanted him because he kicked our ass when he was a player and he just seemed like a, a smart basketball mind. Uh, I basketball wise. I like to hire. Um, I think it's going to be good for Dame. I don't see why he'd be upset with this. I know he wanted Jason Kidd, which honestly Dame blessing in disguise that he passed on it. Absolute blessing in disguise basketball why I like the move. They're definitely going to make some big roster changes. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You could be seeing some pretty important guys that are on their team this year be gone in like a month or two. So I think this team's going to look really different. I don't think Damian Lillard is going anywhere. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it because, listen, th- this team has been in dire straits before. When LaMarcus Aldridge left along with... I think three other starters, he didn't ask out. Um, when they got swept by the Pelicans in the first round, he didn't ask out. So I don't see why... I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't give this a chance. I know Phillips, you know, the past whatever, I don't know why that didn't come up last year when he was a candidate. Uh, I have no idea, but... It came up this year, and it's, you know, it's a problem. It's something that has to be addressed. I don't, you know, obviously don't like it, but it is, I don't know. It's it's complicated. Somebody smarter than me should talk about it, but it's not what you want. I'll say that. It's not what you want at all. But basketball-wise, I like it. I will believe it when I see it when Lillard gets traded. He just has never struck me as the guy who says, get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, everything he's done to this point. Has shown he's loyal to the, to the Portland franchise. So I mean I don't, I just I don't think he's going anywhere. I'd be I'd be shocked. I'd be absolutely shocked.
0: Well, hey Zach, I got a joke for you if you want to hear it. Okay, you want to hear it? Sure. There's a guy that's in this podcast who thought the Portland Trailblazers would be a second round, maybe conference final like team. We Here we go. Here we go. So I want him. Okay. To uh, help me with the Chauncey Billups hire. After all, you did like you you had to have liked Terry Stotts. You had to have liked the roster. So, is Chauncey Billups going to improve this roster enough to make them what you believe the Blazers are, Bryce?
2: I mean, I, I certainly think there's a potential for it. I think Chauncey Billups has been a coach in waiting for I mean, a couple of years now. Um, I think it's an I think it's a wild card hire. You know, you, obviously he seems like a pretty intelligent guy, um, other than, you know, some mistakes that he's made in the past that are now coming to light once again. Uh, I think Dame should give it a chance here. If he truly is unhappy and he might request out, I think he should just hang tight for a minute, hang tight. I think if anything, it's more so the front office than it is the coaching staff, um, Neil, what's his name Ol- Olshi is that it Olshay Olshay I think he's got to make a big splash I really do and it and I unfortunately I think it's going to involve the CJ McCollum type player I, you got to move him and and get some some defense and you got to keep that that level of scoring up as well so I don't know I'm fine with the Chauncey Billups hire obviously I'm not fine with you know his past actions, like Zach mentioned. Um, sure, I, I don't think we we really need to touch on that too much, but um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. He's been a he's been a top tier candidate for like I said a couple of years, so why not?
0: Yeah, that's that's how I felt. Bryce, top tier candidate, guy, made a lot of sense. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't know much about the actions, and and then all of a sudden it got brought up again, and um, begged you to wonder whether it was the right fit. But I mean, I feel like over time, unless, you know, something else happens. I mean, Chauncey seems like he's got, you know, himself in the right place. Uh, There's no reason that the Clippers wouldn't have, you know, would have hired him as an assistant coach. If, if there were some things that he was doing that was questionable, there's no reason that ESPN would have hired him if he was doing things questionable. There's no reason the Cleveland Cavaliers would have offered him a legitimate president of operations position unless he was, not in, you know, if he was in a you know, bad place or whatever. I just, I see this fit uh, very good for uh, for, for, for Damien if he does stay. Uh, though I think if I'm him, I think I would realize my, uh, my ability to get where I need to go is done there. But I would say that, um, you know, this is a hire that I think makes sense. It's an upgrade over Terry Stotts. I'd highly doubt if Terry Stotts gets another head coaching job. Terry Stotts, when he had a good wow. roster, we showed what he was doing. We showed what he was doing. I don't think Terry Stotts gets the Orlando job. I don't buy that. I don't think he gets the Pelicans job. I don't buy that. And I don't think he gets the Wizards job. He may, I mean, look, he may get one in like two or three years. I just don't think he gets one immediately. Like, I think we kind of know what he is. Can I lock something in?
1: Go ahead. Oh, Damian Lillard will not be traded.
2: Oh, we got two lock-ins from Zach.
0: He is very hard pressed on this.
1: All all this bullshit on Twitter today of fake deals, eight first rounders from the fucking Pistons for Damian Lillard. It's not happening. I would be absolutely dumbfounded and shocked if it happened. I just miss me on all the trade rumors. I think I don't care if Chris Haynes is Damian Lillard's guy. I don't care. I don't care. Unless Damian Lillard Tweet something like I don't want to be here, like Eric Bledsoe. I'll believe it, but
2: oh, it was Eric Bledsoe that tweeted that. Yeah, Eric well, uh, B
1: from New Orleans. Eric, Eric B from NOLA tweeted that. Sorry, Eric, but now miss me on all the Lillard trade rumors. Miss me. He will be there all season. They'll make the playoffs. No, I, I'm still, I'm still a believer. He's going to retire there. So, I, miss me on all the Lillard trade talk. Miss me.
0: I mean, here's the thing like, I mean, if he really does say I want out, I mean, I do think he is going to have some sort of hey, I have a list of teams, this is the teams I am wanting to go to, and I feel like that's going to happen. The way that I see it is he's gonna look, I mean, what are they going to do? Is Nurkic a guy they're gonna want to bring back for a whole lot of money? A Carmelo Anthony. In that big of a role, I would have to think they would want to improve that. I just think this is a team that's got a lot more problems than we realize, and it's bigger than coaching. An arrogant general manager who all of a sudden goes, Hey, my roster's perfect. Hey, my roster's really good. Joe. Hey, the problem isn't my roster. Well, your problem is drafting, good sir. That's your problem. Is that Collins? The bet think about it. Think about it. If you're a small market team, I don't care who you are. If you can't draft, uh, good luck. You're screwed. You're screwed. Because if you look at their drafts, if you look at their drafts, could you make a legitimate argument that over the last five to, to, to six years that Anthony Simons is the best draft pick the Blazers have had? Well, Gary Trent. Well, Gary Trent, you have to think about it. He's off the team. You oh, okay, even, all right. I'm not saying guys are on the team. I'm seeing, okay. I'm seeing guys that are on the team. I'm seeing guys that are, that are in the building, but like, come on, Bryce. I mean, are we really going to say Zach Collins after Zach Collins <laughs> has missed multiple years with injuries? Are we really? I mean, I'm serious. The, the, this is a very, this is a very indicting thing that the Blazers don't get enough crap for. They've sure. never gotten enough crap for him in the old Shay era. They've never gotten enough crap for it. And I'm telling you right now, that's a Terry Stance problem too. And Chauncey Billups has to prove that he can develop guys in the right way. That's one somewhat easy fix to just do to make your roster better. And I think they they've struggled with that. They have to get better at that with this Phillips hire. I believe he can make that better, but I understand why Dame wants to leave. If I was Dame, I'd want to go to Philly. Next up, we got the Clippers and the Suns, uh, which is the Western Conference. Uh, you know, finals and uh, the Phoenix Suns are up. Uh, they're up with a chance to clinch. Their uh, their record. You know, their game is happening tonight. Uh, we will not know the, uh, the the details or anything like that. Uh, after the pot is submitted, uh, but, but I, you know, let's talk about the series in general. Uh, let's not try to get too specific game wise. Uh, Bryce, I want to, I want your, you know, your opinion, your first. Bryce, I know at one point you were having a very tough time deciding between the Clippers. You thought the Clippers were going to have it, but obviously Kawhi Leonard couldn't get healthy and, You know, it is what it is. He might get healthy later, but at this moment, it doesn't seem like he's going to get healthy. Meanwhile, Zubach was out for this game. That's going to happen tonight. Uh, So it's very possible Phoenix is going to clinch this and they're going to move on in uh, five games. Right, Bryce? It's over. It's over. This is a
2: gentleman's sweep for the Suns, period. I think Chris Paul is going to close this series out with the help of Devin Booker. Devin Booker will get his, which, by the way, Devin Booker's been playing outstanding this, this series, uh, despite the broken nose. Uh, 25 points, six rebounds, five assists. Just been outstanding. He, he still hasn't shot the three ball well, uh, and, and I've been saying that all playoffs. I'm telling you. And once he finds a stroke from three, it's going to be a long, long night for teams. DeAndre Ayton, who we've been on all playoffs, showed the heck up. He had the Valley Oop to win the game. And then he had 19 and 22 in a playoff game, in a very tough playoff game that the Clippers could have very easily won. They could have stole from Phoenix. Calls were going against the Suns in every way possible but neither team could hit a shot for the life of them. And what did it come down to again? A Paul George miss free throw.
0: I'm just saying. No, no. I'm just no. saying. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. No, it did not. I'm just saying. No, it did not. Okay. I'm just. Do saying. not act like a Paul George missed free throw. I'm just saying. The reason that they lost the game. I'm just saying. Now, let me say this. That is this. a load of. Let me say this. Let me what
2: say was this. Free
1: throw is by somebody else.
2: Let me say this. Paul George has been outstanding in this series as well. He's averaged 28, 10 and 6. He's done everything in this series. It's
1: fake. This is fake.
2: Except except make clutch free throws, baby. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That
0: is ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch
0: time free throws. No, oh my! God. It, oh no, no. Here's my problem. Here's no, you critique problem. him more than any other superstar in the NBA. No,
2: and don't label him as a superstar. Stop. That. No,
0: you label him. That. You you critique him more than any top level player in the NBA.
2: Let me say this. Let me say this. Where was the excuses for Kevin Durant? Where were the ex? Where was the oh he's just tired? There was none of that. There was none of that. In fact, there was KD slander out there. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. From who? The, dude, just go look on Twitter. Oh
0: my. God. Oh my gosh. I don't know why. Oh here. my it was, gosh. It was out there. It was out there. Small percentage. A small percentage. It was definitely out there. Do not sit here and act like there was a lot of Kate. Do not sit here and give me that. Paul George gets more slander from you than anybody else in the freaking league. And meanwhile, you're going to come in here and be like, oh, you're going to hold up to the same standard I- as Kevin Durant. No, well, I that's guarantee. Not what
2: I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying, no, Here, here's what I'm saying. Pe- people didn't give Katie a pass for being tired. That is like, ridiculous. now people are giving Paul George a pass for being tired. Which, by the way, he's only shooting 70% from the free throw line. You expect more than that. Zubac is shooting a better free throw percentage than Paul George is.
0: That's, I agree, that's not good. I agree. I agree. Right. But if Paul George Paul George has been a top 5 player this playoffs. Yes, and you're going to sit up here, you're going to sit yes. up here and have the audacity Right. I, look, Zach, look, what do you think? I'm look, sorry, Bryce, that you're you still mad there, about those moments with Paul George.
2: Yourself, I'm playoff P, and you also want to say I'm going to be on, on everybody's butts this season. Okay, dude. Okay. If you want to go out there and project yourself like that, you should be expected to be critiqued like that. Like you are a top, like you are a nah, top you player. No, you critique
0: him more than that. You critique him more than that. That's your problem. Zach, what about you? Why what are shouldn't your thoughts?
2: I? It's
0: ridiculous. My
1: third lock-in tonight.
2: Three. Jeez.
1: Yeah. By this time tomorrow, the Phoenix Suns will be in the NBA finals. Wow. Uh,
0: They will uh, be waiting for the Bucks. Let's hope. Let's hope they make it, because this is gonna look very bad if they don't I don't care. Okay, I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) I don't care. I've locked in I've locked in the Mavs are gonna be in the play-in, and I've locked in Damian Lillard's not getting traded. I'm more than happy to lock in this. The Suns will be in the NBA Finals tomorrow. They'll be in the Finals. I love it. DeAndre Ayton, Bryce, you said it. 19 and 22. Absolute monster. Shouldn't come as a surprise anymore. For some reason, it does to some. Nine offensive rebounds. Nine. 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 Along with four blocks. He has been. How do I put this? How do I put this? He, man, I don't know how to say this. He has been a top five player for the playoffs. Period. Seriously. Period. uh Rank him. <laughs> Of course, rank him. Of
0: course, he has to rank him. Rank him, rank him. You can't just come out there with the with the statement like that, and then not not do it. So do it. I would rank say, top was, well, or give me your uh, five, or just give me your five. I, I thought care. Kawhi was
1: number one before he got hurt. So does Kawhi okay. still count?
0: It's Can your Kawhi list. Count? Your list.
1: I'll say Kawhi. I will okay. say Giannis, Durant. All right, he's not top five. Never mind. Never mind.
2: Because you got to put Paul George, and I think you almost have to put Middleton in there. You have there.
1: to put Booker in there. Booker. You have to put Trey Young in there. Yeah, he's not top five. Forget it. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. But there's an argument for top but ten. But
1: he has been absolute nothing short of dominant in the entire postseason. Yeah. He played Anthony Davis. He hustled Anthony Davis. Hustled him. Uh, he was step for step with Jokic, step for step. And Zubac, who has had a great series. He just dropped nineteen and twenty-two on him. I mean, there have been games where he was the best player on the Suns. Game four was a prime example. A prime example. I think it's Absolutely. fair to say he was the best player on the Suns for game four.
2: Yeah, yeah. he was. Even though, he was great.
1: He picked it up. Yeah, yeah, and he had to Booker. Yes, he had twenty-five points. Yeah. I said it. He struggled. He was eight for twenty-two from the field. Eight for twenty-two. Chris Paul. I don't think he had a great shooting night either. Uh, I'm not a fan of Tory Craig, just not playing. I know Nader came get back, that. but I don't know. Give me Craig over Nader. Yeah, Mikael Bridges. Mikhail Bridges, 13 rebounds. Didn't have a great scoring night, but hey, I'm gonna grab 13 boards just because. Just sure. On the Clippers, can guard me. That'll help, George. It will absolutely help. Paul George, he's still playing great, but I mean, he's clearly winded. And yeah. Bryce, you can say this is an excuse or what? And maybe it is on some level, but I think it's a fact. Because you guys saw that stat. He's played like 150 minutes more than the next guy.
2: It absolutely is a fact.
1: And he's had to. He's had to. I will not hold this against him uh, if they lose tonight. Because you can make a case this has been the best postseason of his career. It definitely is since he left the Pacers. No
2: Right, so let me clarify. I'm not going to hold this against him. Okay, obviously the 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 deck is stacked against him. All I'm saying is for him to have these moments. Okay, I'm not saying win the series, but I'm saying have these moments where you're stealing games from the Phoenix Suns basically by yourself with Reggie Jackson as as your count as your number 2. Okay? He makes two free throws, they steal a game. Am I wrong?
1: No, you're not wrong. Okay. No, you're not wrong.
2: And then if he makes that game that free throw in the last game, I <clears> believe <throat> it was a very crucial free throw. I mean, it was to the point where Steve Ballmer visibly reacted to it in disappointment. I mean, it could be three to one Clippers right now. Could be. it absolutely it could, be. could be? And that's the different. That's what I'm saying: is you have these opportunities. Sure. You you label yourself. You put yourself out there, and you make comments about yourself. Yeah. Why? Why should you not be critiqued you, in the same way?
0: But I. But I, I. You're you're thinking. You're 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 acting like there's a bigger amount of people that 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 sit there and hate on Durant. Paul George is a is probably the most hated guy, hated star in the league. He gets the most slander in the league because the he's Clippers. labeled himself. No. Because he's just a, he's a, – I agree it's that some of it is on him. A lot of it's on him. A lot of it's on him. But he – but that—but I think to a certain extent, you he has been playing like a top five guy in the playoffs. Obviously, you want his, you know, free throw shooting to be better. But I just can't ask for more than what he's giving me. The fact is, he's doing more than I expected with Kawhi out. He's yeah. competing in games more than I expected. The Clippers are – Right there in every game, despite the fact that everybody wants to sit here and say they played too much thinking games because it didn't have enough rest, which I understand. The Clippers are the Clippers to me. They got they got if they lose this series, okay, yeah, so all right, conference finals, it's great. Now, I understand your guys' argument, history, yes, yes, and I understand your argument behind, well, you know all this stuff with Lou and and the free throws and all that jazz. But it's like, I I just, I think this team is like as about as close to E as you can get. The Phoenix Suns are red hot. And you know what? I'm not going to let some of this, oh, the Clippers are playing, you know, the Clippers have not had as much rest days because at the end of the day, the Suns took care of their business. They took care of their business and they took care of their business handily. Yeah. They took care of their business handily, so if the Clippers can't get it done earlier, well, that's on them. If the Clippers got to take seven games to beat Dallas Mavericks, that's on them. If the Clippers got to take six games, or you know, whatever the case might be for the Jazz, that's on them.
1: Now, is it bullshit that they had to turn around two days later after beating the Jazz and play the Suns? Yes, yeah, yes. yes, it absolutely is. Yes. It's bullshit. It absolutely, I agree. It's, but here's I what nobody is. here's what nobody's talking about. Chris Paul had COVID. Whether you believe that or not, I don't believe it. But he was in the. Floor. He was out. Yep. And Devin Booker broke his fucking nose. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about how the Suns have won these games despite those two things.
0: I agree. well, nobody would have expected DeAndre Ayton to be the most consistent player. And oh, and I, I did. We Shocker. did. Shocker! He did it through two rounds. We I did. Mean, I think. I think overall. Nobody would have necessarily said to themselves, hey, Aiton might be the most consistent player in a Western Conference final series. But that's exactly what he's done. The Suns in general, to me, are just showing their overall prowess. I, I'm not going to go over it too much. They're the most consistent eighth man rotation in the league. They're the yes. most consistent overall team. You know what you're getting from them most, you know, pretty much every game. Uh, Booker had a couple rough games, but it, I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to give him crap for it because at the end of the day, I can't expect you to have great games every single game you have in the playoffs, right? We're not perfect here, yeah. guys. So we're not going to have great games every time we play. There's going to be times your, we don't uh, have the great games.
1: You want your weekly Marcus Morris stat, gentlemen?
0: Yeah. Go bring ahead. it back, baby. Go ahead.
1: Marcus Morris and Patrick Beverly minus 19 combined. Ah, four. Beautiful.
0: Well, and that's what they, that they relied on Beverly a lot to get under Booker's skin. And I mean, look, I just see it the way that I, that's the way that I see it is, I think the Clippers, I I think they're on, I think they're, they're low in the gas. I don't see them going too far. I'm with you guys. I feel like the Suns are going to push it and they're going to get through and move on to the finals after tonight, but but we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Zach, do you have anything else? Just two things. Okay. Uh,
1: DeMarcus Cousins didn't get nearly enough shit. For that Rice. awful miss, Rice, uh, you were saying Paul George hit the free throw. I think Cousins, not knowing the rule of the ball has to hit the rim, if you're going to miss intentionally, that's worse. It's bad. It because absolutely that's the is. The second bad. time in the series, his, he's just flexing his low IQ. The, the first time was the Valley Oop when he's standing right in front of Jay Crowder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the second was this time where he just throws it off the rim or off the backboard. It's a, it's a joke. Well, we said it's the block in the back award. He gets the block absolutely, in the back award. absolutely the block in the backboard. And Caleb, I want to close my thoughts out with this. Sure. A call out. Oh, wow. Our good friend, Alex Burr. Wow. Oh no. Has been claiming off the record that Devin Booker has been by himself. Oh, no, no, all playoffs. Oh, no no, no. Uh, no, no. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not this could st- not be further from the truth. Alex, come on. Deandre Ayton has been proving that he's the—I don't know—most consistent guy on this team. You can make a case he's not the best guy on the team. It's Devin Booker, but to act like sure, Devin man. Booker's by himself. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke.
0: I just had to say that. I mean, I'm just going to end it with that. Bryce, do you have anything else you want to end with that's better?
2: No. I, I mean, he's right. I mean, no. It, Devin Booker is not by himself. I, I, if Just by watching the game, you can tell he's not by himself. He's, but he's got a great supporting cast around him, including a dominant big man in DeAndre Ayton. It's as
1: simple as that. Booker's the best player on the team. Look, he's been outstanding he's Outstanding been by himself.
0: Like the way that I see it should be a fun matchup. Uh, see whether they get through to the NBA finals. We'll have you covered for the next series. I'll be on vacation. You will not get to hear me. Good. Uh, we'll have plans. We'll have plans for how we go about that. If, uh, Bryce might, m- Bryce might host again. Uh, there could be some collaboration with power hour. Uh, list goes on. So please be, uh, please be, uh, checking that out we'll have fantastic content for you uh we got the divine rhyme we just put out an episode uh they just did a sturgill simpson uh, a couple sturgis Simpson projects uh they went through that Uh, alex Burr, Dylan hughes on power hour battleground might be coming out with something facts and stats you name it there's plenty of content for you once again thank you for coming on uh bryce and zach and uh thank you for the listeners tuning in